Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Here to introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast, your go-to source for discovering and celebrating the diverse sounds emerging from the Badger State. I'm your host and creator, Zach Fell, and today we have a special treat for your ears. In this episode, we dive into the bluesy and rock-infused world of Candy Cigarette Band, a trio that's been making waves since their inception in 2019. Picture this, identical twins, Isaac and Lucas, at the ripe age of 10, kicking off a musical journey that has taken them to some of Wisconsin's most iconic venues, from Turner Hall Ballroom to Summerfest. This trio featuring Lucas on vocals and guitar, Isaac on vocals, bass and guitar, and Evan on drums, is on a mission to usher in the next generation of powerful blues rock. But that's not all. Candy Cigarette Band is set to represent the Paramount Music Association in the 2024 International Blues Challenge Youth Showcase. And their upcoming gigs are not to be missed, from supporting Blackberry Smoke in Waukegan, Illinois, to sharing the stage with Jared James Nichols and Cage Willis in Madison. And more exciting performances, these young talents are making a mark on the music scene. So buckle up for a journey through their soulful melodies and their electrifying performances. Stay tuned as we delve into their upcoming gigs, their stories behind the music, and what sets Candy Cigarette Band apart in the vibrant Wisconsin music landscape. Without further ado, let's get ready to experience the magic of Candy Cigarette Band on this episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week we have Candy Cigarette. We're joined by three members of the group. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves and give us a little music origin story of how you guys got into music and how it got you to where you are right now. Um, so I'm Lucas. I'm the um, lead vocalist and the guitar player for uh, our band. And uh, I uh, I started playing guitar like four years ago. And uh, yeah, before that, my parents made me play piano. So that's where that all started, I think. Uh, I am Evan. I'm the drummer for Candy Cigarette. And I first got started with music and just doing the school band with percussion and everything. And then that just got me into playing drum set and stuff. My grandpa's a drummer and he taught me a lot of stuff. So that's kind of how I got to where I am today. My name is uh, Isaac. I am the uh, background vocalist and bassist uh, for our band. Mine is pretty much uh, similar to my brother's. We had to play piano before our parents said we could play guitar. And so when we started playing, we started to, we started this band and uh, Evan came along and it was it was really great. Excellent. So what would you say would be like your music influences for the music that you guys are doing? I would say three big ones for us would be like probably Black Sabbath. And then there's two other newer ones like Rival Sons and Blackberry Smoke. Okay. Is that for all three of you or do each one of you have a little bit different choice? So I think those three are mainly for me and my brother, Evan, I think has some different ones. Yeah, for me, um, growing up, I've listened to a lot of country music too. So I was influenced a lot by Adam Box, the drummer for Brothers Osborne. Okay. And more recently now, getting with the with these guys with the band and stuff, I've uh, been influenced a lot by Mike Miley of Rival Sons. He's an excellent drummer. Yes, definitely. So, how long have you guys been together in this in this group? 
So I would say like three of us together, we, I think that Evan, like, you know, got intact with us in like, I think November. Okay. And I think we actually started to like play together in like December. And then towards the end of the year, we played our first show. So you guys are, so listeners, this is a fairly new group. So what would you say, not that I like putting music in the genres, but so listeners can kind of grasp, I know we've talked about your influence, but what would you call your music? What kind of style you guys would be gravitating towards? I would say like probably blues rock and a little bit of Southern rock and and mixed in with that. Okay. So now the bands that from like the sixties and seventies, are there any groups from that era that you would kind of gravitate towards or more of the nineties stuff? I know we talked about your influences earlier, but do you even go that far back into listening? Yeah, we do. Um, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Led Zeppelin for sure is a big one. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the ones that I can think of. From like, there, actually. Okay. Yeah. And you guys have some stuff on Spotify. So why don't you kind of give us some details on your, on the EP and the single that you did in 21? How did that come about? Um, how did you go about getting that recorded? You know, kind of give us a little summary of the beginning, middle and end of that whole production. So we wrote the song after a trip to Sister. Bay, and that's where we got our inspiration for the single Sister Bay. And um we we had become a band already and we um then wanted to record that in the studios. So but it wasn't a real studio, it was just at our house. So we recorded that in our house and um then we released it through DistroKid. Okay. Which is uh yeah. Right. And for listeners who don't know what DistroKid, it's a distribution company basically that you send your music into. You pay a fee yearly and you can, um, if I am correctly on this, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but basically you can release as many songs as you want on that yearly fee, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. There are other companies out there that do similar things, but yeah, DistroKid is one of the newer ones that has been around now. Now, you guys said you recorded this at home. What was the setup? Did you do it in the basement? Did you do it it live? You know, kind of give us a little bit more detail how this all came together. So um, we recorded these uh, here. Uh, So we did the vocals in the basement. And then we did them in this and then everything else we did in this room. Okay. Pretty much. And uh, we kind of cut it together. So we did takes of the, uh, the different parts. And then we just uh, cut the good takes into the pieces that were the best parts. And then we kind of put those together. Right. So you edited all of the great parts together to make one cohesive song. Now, when you did this, um, was it live drums? Was it electronic drums? Was it program drums? Or Because the room you're in sounds really lively. So is, did the drums come out that way? Or did you adjust for you know like putting up blankets and stuff like that inside the room um so it was like i think it was programmed right yeah so the drums were programmed drums um because we didn't have them yet at the time that we recorded these okay so uh we used program drums for those and so that's why it wasn't really like we didn't have to do anything to the room for those or anything okay why don't we talk a little bit about um the newer stuff that you are working on so some of the newer stuff, it's not released yet, but we recorded it like this past month, I think. And so 
we recorded it um and we did all of that and we did everything in one take i think we might have had to do a little bit of cutting on some of it uh like we did on the other one just just a little bit but not as much and we did basically full takes um and we had him this time so we did it out in uh, our front room because it sounded the best there so that's why we did it there gotcha also there's more room there yeah yeah there's more room so we could have a kid in there nice very nice yeah i mean when i started out i did exactly the same thing you know back in the you know late 90s we we did it our first recordings in the basement and just grew from there and i think you guys are going to basically kind of if we stay together it sounds like something that's going to happen now listeners you know you're listening to these three musicians these are young teenagers i think you guys are like what 13 14 years old so i'm 13 he's 13 right my brother's 13 right you're twins and, yeah right i'm 15 and you're 15 so these yep. people yeah so we got these young teenagers that have made a recording and they have played shows across wisconsin including Summerfest, blues from the top and the wisconsin state fair and more so why don't we talk a little bit of how you got on those uh, stages uh so most of the time our dad does our booking because he's like very hardworking and is very devoted to us and um so yeah he mostly does that stuff and he basically just sends out like an email to people and hoping they'll accept it okay um then why don't you kind of tell us uh, the experience of playing at these big uh festivals you know how was it for you what was the, what was it like for you so there was like a lot of, uh, well, there's a lot of people there for like all the other acts and stuff. So it's very good exposure for most of those ones. And um, specifically for like Blues from the Top, like they played us through some pretty big speakers. So like a lot of people could hear us. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm, I, I want to see if we can get even a little bit more, get deeper into this for those that are, because sure. you, like I said, you guys are, you know, just starting out, you're 13 and 15. I mean, going up on that stage and playing in front of these people, what was the feeling that you got from being up on that stage? Well, um, so the feeling uh, that, because since it's still fairly recently that we picked up Evan, I think most of those we did just me and my brother. Right. And by the time we got to do those ones, we'd already been playing live for like a little bit. So we were kind of used to it. So we didn't really have a lot of like, we weren't really that nervous, like a little bit because it was new. Mm -hmm. But we weren't like very nervous about it. We kind of just went up and did it, you know. So it felt real, felt real natural just to go up there and perform. You weren't worried about anything when you're up there. Mm -hmm. And for me, since I'm, 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 this is my first band I've ever been in. It's fairly performing on stage is fairly new for me. I don't usually get too nervous, but it's just super fun. I love doing it, especially on the bigger stages. It's just so cool to. I would, those places. Yeah. I would say a good word to use that is energizing. Yeah. Being up on those stages, I would also think that you also got to hear some of the other bands out there while you're, you know, on the grounds. What did you notice about their playing compared to your playing? Well, everybody there was at, at all those places were very good musicians. I, I don't think we were better than any of them for the most part. And um, we, uh, yeah, we don't think we're better than anybody. We just like we yeah. just like to do what we do and have fun. Did you learn anything from like stage presence, you know, sounds like the guitar sounds, you know, bass sounds? Did you just 
did you learn from the other groups out there? Yeah, we we definitely learned from them. Yeah, it's definitely anytime you can hear any live music, it's great. You can learn so much, especially when they're because we're obviously we're since we're so young, we haven't had a ton of experience. Hearing someone with a lot of experience who's been doing it for a while, it's great and you can definitely learn a lot. And it's just fun to hear some live music. Yeah, definitely. And so you guys have been playing out a little bit. So besides the those main festivals, where else have you guys played? Um, I think we've played lots of places. Uh, we played at like Henny's Dugout in like it's in it's in the area, and um, we've also played at a lot of different bars and stuff like that. Um, the etc., which is here in Oconomowoc, and Vino, which is here here in Oconomowoc as well. Okay. So um, like we've also played at like uh, we played at a lot of farmers markets, specifically the West Bend Farmers Market. We play out quite often uh, over the summers. Okay. So all this experience that you guys are getting right now is going to help you so much as you continue to grow as a band. Where do you see yourselves in the next two to three years? Um. So in the next two to three years, we kind of see ourselves doing a little bit more like bigger stage stuff like Blues at the Top and the Summerfest. So um, just more big stages uh rather than like uh bars type gigs so more venues i guess would be the right way to put it yeah, so I, we'll, oh sorry you know, i think that we um we also plan to just keep working hard as we are and um keep taking and see where it takes us good um and that's that's exactly how i think you should be looking at it and that's just my opinion but yeah you definitely want to grow and keep building your base and getting more and more people interested in what you're doing. So I want to kind of go back to the new stuff you guys are working on that isn't released yet. What have you learned so far from the first recordings to the ones you're doing now? Uh, I think that we've learned that, um, I think we've learned a lot about recording in our, like in finding good spaces to record. I think we've learned a lot about how it just sounds more natural to play with less cuts or like cutting it up less, I guess you could say. And for me, since it was my first time recording, it was definitely, it was a great experience just to learn about the uh, process and how it all works. And it also just helped me really get, like learn those those specific songs really well and just get more more and more practice on them too. Um, I'd like to add to that. We have also, uh, Tried to mostly uh, my dad, who's our producer, um, uh, but mostly uh, we've learned uh, not to over like overdo like effects or anything, but try to keep it as much like the original track as possible, but just make it sound good, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you.
know, you guys are kind of following a similar path that I did when I was around your age. I did a band with my brother and my dad and my uncle, and we did this band and we toured and played in New York and Pennsylvania and Summerfest and all those big stages as well. And my dad did doing basically the same thing your dad is doing, just making sure that you know they see it from a different perspective than as a musician, but as an audience member and making sure you know everything runs as smoothly as possible. So make sure you continue to listen to him because I think he's doing a great job and making sure you guys are on the right path and you don't get, you know, lost in commotion of everything else. But, you know, so make sure you, s- you keep listening to him no matter, you know, the days you don't like him as much as the other days. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he really supports us and it's just, yeah, great everything he does for us. I mean, yeah. so does your dad, Evan. Your dad's pretty awesome too. <laughs> It's good to have that kind of family support, that is for sure. How many songs are you thinking of releasing on this new project? So I think we're going to release, um, there's three that we've recorded. I think we're going to release all three of them as singles. Okay. You have two that are already released. You're going to have another three coming out. Do you have more songs on the way as well? Uh, I think that we're going to keep pushing on the recording and keep trying to release songs as often as we can. Good. Because, you know, that's one of the ways to do is just keep building your, your base is keep you know, sending out music and just showing them that you guys are serious about this project that you're in.
Now, there are some questions that I ask, but they're usually for like people that are, you know, have gone already gone through high school or, you know, in the real world, like working and stuff like that. But I can ask you, do you guys balance your school and your music personal life well, or is it sometimes a, a struggle for you? I would say about... 10% of the time, it's probably a struggle for me, at least. And I think Evan is doing great in school, so <laughs> I think he's fine. Okay. Besides being, you know, musicians yourselves, obviously you have gone to concerts, right? Of other yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. So is there been, and that can be, this can be to every single person having their own um, answer to this. Is there a concert that you went to that made a big impression on you? Probably seeing Government Mule at, at the Blues from the Top Festival because I know it's technically still like being there because of the gig, but like that was still a very awesome show. You guys just that made me—you guys just made me a really big fan of yours by mentioning Government Mule. I got to see them at the rave before they really blew up back in the late '90s when they had their original bass player, and that's an yep. excellent band to to definitely be influenced by. So that's a great answer, at least in my eyes. Um, anybody else have a different answer? Um, probably uh, when me and Lucas and the rest of our family, we went to go see Rival Sons. I think it was like the first real like rock concert we went to for like a big band. Um, and when we went to that one, um, I actually cried uh, because of how happy I was to be there. Nice. It was a really good experience for me. Cool. And do you have an answer for, or is it you're in the same boat as the other two? Um, yeah, well, since my, my family, we're, they've always liked country music. So we went to, last year we went to a concert. It was uh, Eric Church, Brothers Osborne and Parker McCollum. And that was, it was my first like actual concert I'd been to. And it was just amazing just to hear the excellent musicians and everything. And that really had a good impact great impression on me and also when we uh well we were there we were playing but we also were able to see uh jared james nichols that was a, just amazing just to see his stage presence and the and for me the drummer just all of it's just amazing excellent excellent yeah it's always good to have great musicians to to look up to and try to you know get to that kind of level and hopefully someday maybe even play with them on stage. It's always, you know, a great goal for, you know, up and coming musicians. Now, is there any questions I haven't asked you that you guys wanted to talk about? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm not sure if I can. I don't know if I had anything in mind, but yeah, um, so. sometimes I ask about the local scene attitude. And basically what that is, is asking you what you see as the positives of the local scene and some struggles of the local scene. And if you can talk on it, that's great. If not, that's no big deal. So I, my dad always says that um, you can never really be famous in your own town. So um, that's something he always says. And I kind of agree because like people at school don't really care as much as people who actually come to see us do. So I feel like that would probably be something for an answer. Okay. So you, you, you're seeing that as, you know, since you don't, you feel that, not being popular in, you know, your hometown is a struggle. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So you feel like you need to go outside of Oconomowoc or are you thinking even gr grander, like outside of Wisconsin to, to build your f fan base better? 
Well, I mean, I guess we'll just see where it kind of takes us. But I mean, obviously the goal is, or where we hope to get at least is playing all over, but we'll just kind of see where it takes us. Okay. Um, West Bend, I think like a lot of the people who are like real fans of our band, uh, West Bend is a big place for that. Uh, like the people from West Bend are really good to us. Good. So that would that would be an example of going outside of the hometown to gotcha, gotcha to find people who like our music. Yeah, excellent. And you guys have had quite a bit of support here locally too, though. Um, it's just you know, it's different. It is. It's a little different. I think the thing you're talking about is it's not um, not not everybody really in school anyway for you for the twins. I I don't know how it is for you, but. Like most people don't really listen to blues rock music anymore, kids. I think I think it's a lot less than it was, you know, fifty years ago listening to that style of music. But I think there's it's definitely a a good niche for for certain people. There's always going to be people that like that type of music. The thing is, is that uh, like a a lot of people won't even try, like won't even listen to it anyway, because it's just got a bad rep from, uh you know, just people now, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause the people that don't like it are very influential on the, um, music scene. Yeah. What I can tell you is, um, you know, my, my day job is I'm a high school band director and, and I teach, um, besides band and jazz band and, and stuff like that, but I also teach beginning guitar and I do have some kids that are really into that type of music. So there are fans out there of that type of music. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Where can people go and find you? I mean, I'm going to put the details in the show notes, but um, so people can hear it. What are um, like the main places they can find your music and you on, on the social media and online? Um, you can find us on, so you can find your schedule and stuff on candycigarettevan.com. And you can figure out like, if you don't want to go there, you can all of our social media stuff is at Candy Cigarette Band. Okay. So those are the places you can find us. And on Spotify, Candy Cigarette Band. Right. And you're probably yeah. on like Apple Music and Tidal yeah. as well and stuff like that. Do you guys have a yeah. band camp site? We do have a band camp site. So good. Um yeah. so listeners, it's always great, you know, you can go on your streaming sites and listen to bands, local bands like Candy Cigarettes, but to help support these guys, you need to go and buy their music. That's the way things need to happen. It's because you could stream their songs for you know 10,000 times, and they're not going to get much more than five cents for that. But if you go and purchase their song for whatever it is on Bandcamp, what is it, like 99 cents or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. You know, right there, you're already helping them out, you know, just, you know, a dollar. It's like... That's less than a Starbucks coffee a day. So go out and support local musicians just like these guys. I know these are guys are just starting out and, you know, the earlier you help support them, the you know, the better that they're going to be able to get more content out there for you and more music for you guys to listen to. Anything else you guys want to say before I let you go? I don't think so. We would like to thank you for letting us be on your show. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you guys being on. Before I let you guys go, I want everybody to know that I will be putting um, a couple of your songs here on the podcast so people can hear it as well. But hopefully they will go out and help support you guys on streaming and at bandcamp.com. So thank you guys so much for being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
No problem. So thanks again to Isaac, Lucas, and Evan. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. And guys, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Like a blood red cardinal In the green, green grass In the blue, blue sky As time may pass Like a bullet to a gun Locked and loaded Like the sky to the sun On the road and But the sun will set rise and the earth will shake as the red bird flies like a blood red cardinal green green grass blue blue sky as time will pass like a trophy to its case paper on the desk Hide your face Lord knows the rest But the sun will set And the moon will rise And the earth will shake As the red bird flies
Thank you, music enthusiasts, for joining us on this captivating journey through the soulful sounds of Candy Cigarette Band. We hope you enjoyed unraveling the layers of their bluesy universe. As we wrap up this episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast, remember to catch Candy Cigarette Band live at their upcoming gigs across the state. Immerse yourself in the electric atmosphere where their blues-infused magic comes to life. If you love what you hear today, help amplify Wisconsin music by subscribing, rating, and leaving a great review. Your support means the world to me and helps the Wisconsin music scene continue through the best of Wisconsin's music talent. Stay tuned for more episodes as we explore the diverse and vibrant music scene right here in the Badger State. Until next time, keep the music alive, and we'll see you on the next Wisconsin Music Podcast.